Welcome to the QChat Business Podcast, hosted by the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce in partnership with Town Square Media. Welcome to QChat, your business podcast brought to you by the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce in partnership with Town Square Media, Quincy Hannibal. I am your host, Jared Jones, Membership and Marketing Manager at the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce. Joining me today is Miss Latanya Brock, the amazing and talented Executive Director at the QACC and today's co-host of QChat. We have a very special guest joining us today, Mr. Jeremy Wingerter, Executive Director of the United Way of Adams County. Jeremy, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you to the United Way? When did you officially take over the role at the United Way? Sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I grew up here in Quincy, started school out, and went to Notre Dame, Went um, started at John Wood, did the first two years at John Wood, and then decided to branch out a little bit and went to Iowa State, uh, finished out my career there and stayed for my undergraduate degree. I was a heavily involved student and had a lot of great mentors. So I stayed to pursue a doctorate or a master's degree in student development theory Um, through all of the student organizations that I had. um, Those mentors were really made a huge impact for me. And I I saw how individuals can help other people by just doing small things. So from there, then um, I worked in the university world. I started out in the Quad Cities at Augustana College, and all my friends were in Chicago having fun. So after two years, I moved up to Chicago, uh, lived right outside of Wrigley Field. So yes, I transferred from a Cardinals fan to a Cubs fan. <laughs> I lived in Chicago for eight years working for Northwestern University, and that was a great experience. My dad was in the military, had a military career, and was on the West Coast, and fell in love with um, San Diego and L.A., so decided that after... Many years, I was tired of the Midwest winter and and moved out to Los Angeles and was fortunate enough to get a job at the University of Southern California doing um, student development and then alumni relations and then fundraising. And after 10 years of L.A. traffic, I decided that I needed a break and um, um, it was a good time to come home and be closer to family. So moved back two years ago to work for Western Illinois University, but I always wanted to be home. So I was able to, in February, get the, get the executive director job at the United Way. And one of the things that it really spoke to me is with my career in education, I had really saw what education had done for me and the doors that it had opened. And, you know, that's one of the main pillars at the United Way is to make sure that we have, um, everyone has good access to, to good education and then financial stability and, and health, I think, follow along with that. So it really seemed to be a good fit for me and I'm enjoying being home and making those connections with um, everybody back here. Very cool. That's Mm -hmm. very exciting. So, I mean, you did. You came in at a strange time. Very strange, yes. You know, so, I mean, what has challenged you to be as agile as you are currently during this time? Well, I I will tell you that the the challenge for me is, you know, I'm always someone in a new role that I like to see the lay of the land and then, you know, talk about where can be those little tweaks to make things better. And with COVID, you know, there was nothing to rely on and it was, let's just figure it out. So the staff at the United Way is amazing. The board's amazing colleagues here. Um, and, And I think it, you know, really it's that kind of mindset of I'm the executive director. 
I have to figure things out. There's no one else to do this for me. While I've got support, we just have to figure it out and make sure that it it, it gets done the best way that it can. Um, so there's a lot of questioning things, a lot of um, asking for backup and why we do a certain thing, and um, and but a lot of it's been creating on the fly. So, um, you know, I think we've been successful. I always say that I don't be the one, I don't want to be the one that, that ruins things, but so far so good. Oh yeah. But then, you know, that's the <laughs> challenge of every great leader. I think truly, if you're not questioning, uh, you know, almost yourself or the road that you're on mm-hmm. or what you're doing, are you, you're leading, you know, so it, it's a new challenge. Every day is something new. Every, every chance is an opportunity to turn the page, you right. know, start something new. Right. Try it if it hasn't worked before or try it again if it did, but try it a new way. So, well, and that's, you know, one of the things that I, um, you know, I I really am not one to talk um, about myself, but, you know, I I am proud of the experience that I've had and I do rely on the great mentors and bosses that I've had and, and try to look at it from a different angle. And that was one of the things that I thought made me a good candidate is I'm from Quincy, you know, I'm the hometown boy, but I've had experiences in large cities and, and halfway across the country. So I can bring those back, um, to try to look at things a little bit differently. Definitely. Definitely. And a progressive eye. Correct. Yes. Yes. Right. Always looking forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, you mentioned a couple of times that you're glad to be back here at home, yes. which is Quincy. What's been one of the most surprising things that you have seen since you've been back home? Well, the, the first thing that comes to mind is how Quincy has changed since I grew up. Um, and not necessarily the, the most positive way, um, with a lot of our businesses going out of leaving the area, going out of business, just the, um, I don't want to say overall poverty, but I think there are more people who are struggling now than there were, there were back in the eighties and the nineties. And, you know, from our point of view at the United way, it's really seeing those people that their living situation is very short term. Um, that there, it seems to me that um, there's not a long range plan right now for a lot of people and people are living day by day. Um, and that concerns me. Um, on the flip side, if I may, um, I have a very large extended family and I'm very happy to be back interacting with them. And, um, you know, my cousins that I grew up with, their kids are now older. So it, it's, you know, they have time to do more things. So it's, it's very nice. Good. So very good. So that's really good. That kind of leads us into our next question. So you talk about um, things on this side that you're seeing as far as poverty mm-hmm. and even how you are creatively, creatively getting to serve individuals differently, perhaps. Right. Um, so talk to us a little bit about what does the United Way do? So if no one knew that was listening. What do you guys do? Sure. So I, I would say um, to, to, there's a lot of things, and I hope I don't get in trouble by saying <laughs> this, but to me, what stands out are, are, are two main things is, you know, and some, the, the I think what we are most known for is um, we partner with a lot of the social service agencies and we have our annual campaign that we're, we've recently started kicking off where we raise funds and we support them um, so they can do the great services that they do. The second thing is, which I wasn't as, as aware of is we have a helpline. 
Um, so if someone is struggling, needs help, they can call our office and we help them find solutions to their their problems. And the biggest challenge with that is that we want it to be a long-term solution. And there are some individuals that aren't willing to do what they need to do to, to be on a, a more stronger path. So... I would say, you know, that's one of the things that has been the most eye-opening for me is, you know, seeing the um, the the amount of help that's needed, and especially now with COVID, the the numbers going up even more, um, and just, you know, I'm I've always prided myself to be a problem solver, so I'm you know, looking at these issues as to, okay, who are our partners? Um, you know, we can't fix everything, but how do we at least start tackling things? So. Absolutely. And you said something that's great toward the end. Um, all of it was really good, but toward the end, you said my great partners. Yeah. When we just think about our business community mm-hmm. at large, Quincy have some phenomenal businesses that step up and they answer the call. Absolutely. We have um, individuals that are full of philanthropy and that's mm-hmm. what they do. And that's one of the things that Quincy is known for. So certainly, glad to have you in such a essential role and vital role. And I know that um, the landscape is very different now and challenging, especially with COVID and things just um, resources being limited. Mm -hmm. But uh, we can say here with the Chamber of Commerce that we're excited about not just having you here, but about the business support that the community has given you. Absolutely. And um, both of you, the Chamber, everyone on the board has been very supportive and it's a great partnership and I'm happy to um, be more a part of that. And, you know, I, I think, you know, again, when you look at COVID and I always try to, to see and look at, okay, what are the positives that came out of this and being a part of the mayor's Adams County together has really kind of shown me, um, the individuals who are great partners. And it may have taken a little bit longer to have realized that or to seen those partnerships. So that is something that I'm very thankful for, um, to be able to have that. And you're right. The community steps up when needed. You know, a few years ago with the things that happened at Quincy University with COVID, um, the outpour of support financially that we've received, um, our campaign over the last few years, anything that's needed, um, I just think if you ask for it, the community will step up and and help Mm -hmm. out. Absolutely. And for those of you that are listening, Jeremy just mentioned our Adam County's Together Task Force, which uh, we also call ACT. Mm-hmm. ACT was formed by the mayor mm-hmm. uh, right here in Quincy, Illinois, um, at the time that COVID hit for leaders to get around the table and talk about how we can better serve our community. So we do want you to take an opportunity to look at our Adams County Together dot com website and just take a look at the information that's out there um, as well. And Jeremy, we're certainly glad to have you to be a part of that as well. Well, thank you. Absolutely. I think that's great. You know, you've, you talked about the team that you have behind you, mm-hmm. an amazing group of board members, mm-hmm. but you know, your team, the people that you directly oversee, the ones who help you get from point A to point Z, you know, right. at the end of the day, uh, what really inspires you to keep your team strong and growing? What gives you that momentum to keep going every day with that? Well, I think, again, it's, you know, um, looking at the bosses and and the mentors that I've had, good and bad, um, and try to be the best that I can for them. Because it's, you know, if you've been in one of those situations where you haven't had the best boss, it's not fair to, to have to deal with that on each day. And I'm not perfect, and I know that. But there are times when I stop and think, I'm like, okay, I have to change my attitude or change my thought 
thinking process because it's not fair for them to to deal with me on a grumpy day or um that kind of stuff so really you know it's what i i try to give them what um a good boss should should do give them the tools they need to succeed the resources right absolutely Absolutely. yep I am blessed in that way. I do have Miss Latanya Brock as an amazing, <laughs> amazing mentor and boss. So I am truly blessed. I understand that. You know, you talked about almost hitting that reset button each day mm-hmm. and yep. starting fresh, you yes. know. So before that reset button can be hit, I, I really want to know what keeps you up at night as a leader. Well, um, I, I think a lot of it is, you know, just being the best and failing, you know, that, that a little bit is, there's a lot of responsibility on, um, someone in the roles that we all have and to make sure that I'm, I'm doing the best, um, for that. Um, and just, you know, there's that little bit of just, you know, this is a position and an organization that I strive to work for. And, um, I just, I don't like to fail. So, um, it's something that I, you know, work towards and then also make sure that kind of what we were talking about with the staff, that they've got the tools that they can be so they can be successful. Cause it's not just me, Absolutely. you know, especially with being new, I'm getting a lot of limelight. I get a lot of recognition, but that organization has been going on for many years and is very strong. And it's not because of me, yeah. it's, it's the staff and everyone that's came before me. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. yeah. It sounds like you have a huge, you know, just a strong team behind you and a yeah, huge heart with it, you and, know. And what is amazing, too, is, and again, going back to what we were talking about, about Quincy Giving, um, you know, there there's two previous executive directors in the area that I know that I can call on and ask for. And they're in my office helping me out whenever I need it. So I really appreciate, um, you know, because sometimes you move on from a job and, you you're ready to be finished with that. (laughs) And that's not the case with these two women. So they're, they're amazing. amazing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's That's awesome. Jeremy, you mentioned that you're, you guys are currently in the midst of your campaign. Can you tell our listeners how they can, um, how they can actually help you with that or how they can be a participant in your campaign and what's going on. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, So we do a um, mainly a a workplace campaign where we work with a lot of employers and ask employees to contribute a little bit a month, um, make a one-time gift. Um, So if you've heard about that through your, your job, please consider that fill out that form. Um, If you're not in one of those environments, we are happy to take, um, a single donation. Um, and that can happen through our website online. We have text to give if you're more comfortable for that. And Adam will be mad at me because I can't <laughs> tell you what that text to give number is right now. Um, but then a, a check through the mail as well. You know, we are, um, keeping our goal from last year, um, which is 1.1 million, which is very uh, aggressive, but we also know that um, with the work that our partners do, especially now, there's even more need. So we are really asking and, and requesting um, for the community support to make sure that we're able to to still support our our partners so they can do what they do. Absolutely. And Jeremy, can you tell our listeners who some of your partners are that these funds go to support um, and what they do? Sure. So we have 20 partners um, throughout Adams County. Um, you know, many of them are here in Quincy, but it, it's, you know, places like the Salvation Army, um, Cornada, um, um, Cheerful Home, 
there's I'm trying to think of the different areas that we support um, horizons. So it's, it's a lot of those. If you think about really those organizations that you go to for um, assistance um, or even for, um, you know, just small help. Um, it more than likely we're helping them out and they're Absolutely. our partner. Absolutely. And that's really important for our listeners to know, because as we ask for them mm-hmm. to give and even to give through their, they can give through their paycheck as well. Correct. Right. Yes. Um, so as we're asking them to make those don- donations to United Way during this time, it does go to help our community. And again, one of the things that Quincy is known for is taking care of its own. So we do want to continue to give uh, to the United Way so we can continue to help those that are less fortunate and underserved. And the other thing, thing that we want to make sure is that we are in the space of COVID. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that individuals that would normally need help, uh, perhaps they need um, even more so um, that help now. And also those that may be, be dealing with mental challenges may need to go to some of the organizations that you support um, as well. So just yes. want to make sure that um, our listeners know that United Way is doing things right here, again, in the Adams County area. So right. when you're asking for funds, it's to take care of Quincy community. And I think that's big that our listeners yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well. Yes. So thank you for all the work that you're doing. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. I think that's great. You know, I wanted to slip in one last thing here. One thing that I, I thought about when I thought of you and asking you to come join today, um, you know, what is a piece of advice that you would give someone wanting to enter the nonprofit world, the nonprofit profession, you know, however you want to look at that. Sure. It's, it's a constant, you know, it's something that happens. You're, you're constantly thinking about it. You're thinking of how you can help people and you're thinking of what your next move is. What is something that you could leave behind today? Well, I, I think, you know, one of the things when you look at um, my path, it, you know, it wasn't something that I set out initially to, the, to do this, this role. And I think that's very um, consistent with a lot of people who are in leadership roles like myself. And I think it, you know, for me, it is a little bit of that um, idea that I was talking about before of being that mentor, helping other people out. I am very big and what, you know, drives me is building relationships. Um, and that's the big thing about fundraising. But this takes it, I think, another step further because you're not only making those relationships and helping maybe someone make an impact, but then you're also then having a hand in um, seeing how that impact is, is impact is, uh, assisting the community Absolutely. because at a university, um, you know, my role was to raise money and it would be given to all aspects of the university, but I ne- wasn't necessarily the one on the receiving end of that. Right. Um, it was a colleague, it was something else and I could see that, but here it's much more hands-on. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say if somebody, if you'd like to help others, um, but for example, um, you know, I could never be a doctor and a nurse because I, I can't handle blood, right? At the side of, yeah. of a big trauma. Absolutely. So, but this allows me to, in my comfort zone, <laughs> help others. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to say thank you, Jeremy, for joining us today. And a huge thank you to Town Square Media, Quincy Absolutely. and Hannibal for our partnership. Thank you all for listening today. Remember to sign up for mobile text alerts by texting the word local to 81257. For more information, information about the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce, visit quincychamber.org. Uh, remember to tune in to the QChat Business Podcast with our next special guest. Thank you all again today. Thank you.